happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How is long? <laughs> you have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate 50 for Wiener. Oh, listen, Labernius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour of the Barbecue Central Show, where we talk about all of the Barbecue Central Show fun and frivolity. Hot topics that are going across the internet this week, or last week, or from a month ago, if they're that pertinent to the new cycle of live fire we're going to cover it here on this show. Barbecue Central Show, coming to you live and direct from... Palm City, USA. Cleveland. Still to come on the show this evening, Sam the Cooking Guy in a few minutes, and then Brandon Bresner and Ryan Hooglin close it out talking about the first ever Blackstone Blackstone Griddle competition that was held on July 15th in Eureka, Illinois. We say good evening to those of you watching this show tonight through one of the video streaming platforms. You can go to Facebook or Twitch slash BBQ Central Show. You can also watch on YouTube which is youtube.com slash at BBQ Central Show. We'll go ahead and update you on the YouTube poll question of the week, which is this. As it relates to meat, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I use the term Thor's hammer. 69% of you are saying yes. You absolutely know what I'm talking about. 31% of you are saying no. You don't know what I'm talking about when I use the term Thor's hammer. Put it in an Instagram search or go on YouTube, search Thor's Hammer, or go to Bearded Butcher's YouTube channel and search through their archives. I saw it there most recently getting cut out of whatever the the primal or subprimal is, and then they worked it down into a Thor's Hammer. However, Michael Simon, uh, wait, was it Michael Simon? It was uh, Darren Worth that said the bigger waste of money is the <laughs> tomahawk steak, if you're comparing tomahawk steak and Thor's Hammer. So we'll keep you updated on the poll as the rest of the show wears on. And I, again, will try to promise you a final update as the show draws to a close. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this Friday, episode 293, taking you back to August 7th, 2012. Who do we have? Well, we have somebody by the name of Bob Roberts from Two Old Men in the Grill. We have Dennis Keck. From Four Smoking Butts, who was also a jeweler, and Dan McGrath from Three Eyes Barbecue. One of the things I noticed in this segment back in 2012, do you know what the most popular cooker on the competition scene was at that time? Cabinet-style cookers. That's right. Very popular. Every panel member that was on the show using some type of cabinet cooker at that point. There were additional brands mentioned. However... There were brands like Spice Wine mentioned, Rebel, Stumps Cookers. Now, many things have changed over the last 11 years as it relates to cookers that are in vogue and not in vogue. Some of the names mentioned are no longer in business, but 
They were pretty significant brands back in the day. Stumps is still in business. So is Backwoods. That was another brand mentioned. And uh, I wanted a Stumps and a Backwoods like in the worst way possible within that time frame back in the day, but never pulled the trigger. But some, actually many of the top teams were using those styles of cookers back in the day, and they were winning with them, which of course breeds more people wanting to do different and better barbecues. So they go buy the upright cooker or the gravity-fed cooker that the person winning has, and they follow their flavor profiles and cooking methods. They, they take their cooking classes, things like this. All that stuff we talked about with Darren last segment. So that's what you will get to hear. Those three, and they go in-depth. Those were the three elite competition chicken cooks in KCBS back in 2012. So if you want to see how they were doing it back then, Check out the show this coming Friday, and you do have to be subscribed to the podcast feed in order to get the best moment show. And don't forget, if you want to hear a guest or segment again that might be lost in the archives, you email John, J-O-N, at thebbqcentralshow.com. Let me know what you would like to hear before we get to Sam the Cooking Guy. I will remind you that the famous Dave's All-Star Barbecue Series was in Sioux City, Iowa this past weekend, and winning it was Ironhead Barbecue. Coming in second or grand, I'm sorry, reserve grand, Patty's Pit Stop Barbecue, the next famous Dave's All-Star Barbecue Series event is happening this coming Saturday, August 5th, if you can believe it, in Colorado Springs, Colorado. For more information or to see results from the past events, you go to famousdaves.com slash all-star BBQ series. Let's go ahead and get ready for Sam the Cooking Guy. I'll talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. A curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies. Whether you're a backyard fanatic or a competition pro, Big Papa Smokers has something for you. 13 perfectly balanced flavors of rubs and seasonings. Popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit. They own Granny's Barbecue Sauce as well, so... Why not try out a brand new sauce? Maybe you're disenchanted what's currently available in your grocery store. You tried everything online and you want something new. There you go. Granny's Barbecue Sauce. Now, they also sell cookers, so if you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa Smoker is the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. If you're not a fan of pellet smokers or you don't know which one you need, please, oh, please call... 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. And we'll be back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. And this portion being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories. Doesn't matter if you're a beginner or professional, it's a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Alternatively, if 
you were a little bit more on the edge, a little bit more feisty, like the Badger, you might want to check out BadgerBarrel.com. 250 bucks shipped to your door, and you can hang stuff and all that good cooking nonsense uh, as you would in the pit barrel, but for a little bit less of a price. And in between the junior and the flagship size. So you pick pitbarrelcooker.com or badgerbarrel.com and let me know which one you think is best. All right, it's that time of the month where we welcome in your favorite YouTube cooking personality, cookbook author, TV host. He's also a Barbecue Central Show's guest called Famer. We do welcome back Sam, the cooking guy. And... We have a YouTube poll question of the week, which we need to get to immediately. And I'm asking everybody this, Sam. As it relates to meat, you know exactly yes. what I'm talking about when I say Thor's hammer, yes or no? Yes. 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 Is, your, is that mic on? Y- yes. Wow. It's hot. Uh, am I just not close enough to no, it? Oh, wait, hold on. You're fine. Hold that. I can, I, can, uh, I can dial it back on my end. Don't worry about it. Wait, wait, too much or too little? It, it was, what do you mean dial it back? I can di- I, I can uh, take some of the heat you're saying, was it, off wait, the mic. You're saying, was it, wait. You're loud. You're asking, if, oh my God. Am I, how's this? Is this yeah. better? No, no, no. Stay up on it and I can control it from my end. Don't worry about it. Very easy to do. God. Yeah. Never had this problem before. Oh, uh, you know, the internet. Is- God, you really, well, the only difference is I've got it off the arm. Yeah, well, that's not going to make any stand. difference. Yeah. No, I know. That's my point. All right. Everything's the same. All right. I don't know why. Don't worry about it. Sam. I do have it closer when I uh, oh, have oh, it on oh. the arm, yeah. but you don't want that. So I'll keep, I'll keep it right here. All right. Stay right there, and then I can make my adjustments as necessary. Um, Adjust away, my friend. Adjust away. Now that we are a month away from it, and since you had asked about it on the July 4th Meathead's show, book coming out? Were all of your questions answered as it relates to Meathead's current book writing scenario? I mean, uh, yeah, guess, sure. Are, are there still questions I don't know. I don't left get on it. I don't, I don't get Look, I like Meathead. I'm a Meathead fan. Yes. Uh, I just don't. What doesn't compute in my head is, look, I only know my, my book deals. Yeah. It goes like this. Would you like to write a book? Yes. What would the book be? I go, it would be this. They go, great. Give us a proposal. We give them the proposal. They go, we like it. They make us an offer, and along with the offer comes a series of requirements. You have to turn the book in this size, this many recipes, this many photos on this date, and then all the other subsequent things that follow along with that. So if they've contracted for X, and and at the 11th hour I said, I got an idea. Let's go X plus one. Mm. What do you think about that? I think they would say to me, yeah, that's cute, uh, but we're the publisher, <laughs> and we've already given you money, and we want what we want. Hmm. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. It's like in limbo now. It seems to me. Are we getting the full story from the meathead? Are we? That's oh, the question. Uh, believe me, I think if if it's one thing I know over the almost two decades of knowing meathead, he's not one to sandbag information. He's going to let it all out hmm. there, and I think okay. we are getting up to the minute updates and. Okay. Whether this particular situation seems a bit murky at the moment, then yeah. maybe it's just murky for him. Look, at the very least, it's great fodder for the show. Oh, tremendous fodder. It's fun, fun stuff to talk about. I want to ask your opinion yeah. on something. Mm. I was toying 
with the potential rebrand of the show. And I want to ask everybody here that's listening as well to weigh in on this. The show is called the Barbecue Central Show. It's been called the Barbecue Central Show for any number of years. Had to switch it because I was getting threatened a lawsuit from what would have been a much better name than Barbecue Central, the Barbecue for You Show. However, we had to get rid of that one. So, by the I, way, yes, <laughs> Barbecue Central is much better. Yes, the Barbecue for You. Sorry. What, what Luckily, that? that guy showed was, up, and it was wait, it was the number four too, right? BBQ dash the numeral four dash the letter U <laughs> show. So that would that would have been much. Better. Oh my! Yes, oh my! <laughs> so I have been toying recently with a total rebrand. So I have Barbecue Central show trademarked, right? Go ahead. Wait, before you before you go on, yeah, is this is this real or is this BS? I want your opinion. This is re- this is real thought going on right now. There's <laughs> real BS. There's, going there's no definitive action that's being taken at the moment. I understand that. But I'm, okay. I'm, I'm using you as a sounding board and the rest of the central lights that are watching. <laughs> so I keep Barbecue Central Show, let's say, as the parent company. Okay, go ahead. And mm-hmm. I rebrand this event. Ready yes. for this? Yeah. The Smoke Show. What do you think? Like it? I do, uh, my, my first reaction is I don't hate it. Really? Um, yeah, I don't hate it. Mm. The Smoke Show. So but why? Here's why, what why are we rebranding? I, uh, are you I getting sued again? I don't know. No, no, no. I can't get sued. I own the trademark for Barbecue Central, oh, okay, so I'm totally right. legally clear. But I found myself thinking maybe Barbecue Central, the name, isn't really that cool. Or would there be, could there be a cooler name for this show than Barbecue Central? And then I started thinking somehow the smoke show. I don't even know where I came up with the smoke show. You know, well, I mean, it's a play on words, right? Smoke, smoking show. It's a show, smoke show. I get it. So so wait, what's the... See, look at this. Think, I'm going to show I you think, something right here on the screen. No, I think people. Yeah, my kids. My kids just said this last night. No, smoke show sounds like you're raiding women. Mm. I'm not. I didn't even know that that. that, that, that the, so you would say like, oh, Kelly. Yeah, she's a smoke show. Like she's hot, you know, look, <laughs> I don't uh, I don't think it's necessary. Mm. And you might you, you might uh, subtitle it. Barbecue Central. Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show, the the big smoke show or something, aka the smoke but I don't show. Changing it. I mean, <laughs> look for years. Uh, I was sorry that I was Sam the Cooking Guy. Yeah, it was stupid. It's a long, dumb name. Why couldn't I just have been my name? Why wasn't I just Sam Zion? I thought that would have been better. And at some point, uh, I went. No, it, it, it is what it is. That's the name. And people identify with it and they know what it is. It says what it is. The Barbecue Central Show means you're talking about barbecue. Yeah. The smoke show could be anything. Mm. Could be cigars. Yeah. Could be a, a firefighter talk, uh, you know, late at night when they get off of a, a shift. No, it's a terrible idea now. Stop it. All right. Stick well, with what you've got. At good work. news. All the women in the house shat on it yes. very quickly and after further consideration you also shat on it so that's going to be it i even had suzanne moskowitz lined up as the potential search for trademark on the smoke show and she's like i could but you're dumb 
for doing it. So maybe you want to get on the show tonight and start asking around about it before you just start giving me money willingly. Yep. By the way, Suzanne Moskowitz is uh, my new uh, trademark uh, attorney. Yes. All right. I love her. Love her. From she's sensible. She's got great advice. All from this little uh, smoke show. That's right. Palm City, USA. Cleveland. Hey, that guy. Yeah. One thing he says has always bothered me. Oh. Oh yeah, I know what it no is. No one I know. I know. No what it one is. I know in the in I, the country. I know what it is. Says the Mountain Rushmore. Yeah, but you know the story. Can you just get him to, no, I don't want that story. I want it right. Can't he just? But change no, it? I can't do that now. And I'm now I'm going to have to tell you why. One, one word. So the problem is this. Uh, I found David Lee. That's the imager who does all the. He's the really big voice guy for the show. And we were writing out the new liners that are rejoins to come in from the show. And uh, here's what I learned. You contract the country's top professional in voiceovers. Do you know what he does? He gets paid to read. He doesn't get paid to think about anything. He doesn't get paid to go, does he want me to say that or this? He gets paid to read so, what's on the fucking paper. So when I heard it come back paper? the first was it, time, M, was it wait? Was it can MTN? I can I talk? God, one minute. It was on the paper. People complain about yes, talking ahead, all the time here. <laughs> that sounds so familiar. Yes. Go ahead. So I said, "Why did he say Mountain Rushmore? Nobody says that. That's outrageous." So I immediately pulled up the email. I pulled up the copy, and wouldn't you know it, big dummy me put Mountain. I wrote it out. I have no idea okay, why I well, wrote listen, it. So you that, can change it. Yes, but now I was like, wait, now you're a dummy. He wrote exactly what you said. Now you got to keep it because you have a story. And it puts me to the side a little bit. Mountain Every Rushmore. Every time I hear it, I'm like, fuck, I wish the guy would say <laughs> Mount Rushmore. No, it's Mountain Rushmore. And technically, it's Mountain Rushmore. MT. Nobody says that. I know, but it's Mountain Rushmore. That's correct. And that's the story behind it. Live and learn. You pay top quality talent to read, and guess what? They read no matter what you put on the paper. Without Did you question. write M-O-U-N-T-I-A-N-T-A-I-N or M-T-N? You wrote the whole thing No, out. I had to have written the whole thing out because he said the whole thing. I mean, I could go back and get all the emails and stuff, but I remember well, doing no, that. Because, MT, because if, if, if I was reading it, I would have read MTN as Mountain. Well, look, if I was reading MT it, is Mount. I would have, on my own, I would have said Mount Rushmore. Even if it would have said Mountain, I would have said Mount Rushmore, because Rushmore followed it, and I just would have said Mount Rushmore. And then if I had to make because the re-edit. You, know you know what it's supposed to be. Yes, but I'm not a professional. This is what's distinguishing. You know, look, I, I, He's listen, a professional. He's this, paid to read, not think, read with his voice. I have this argument with Max all the time. Who? When we put, when we put words on the screen. Yes. Uh, if it's um, a thought or from what one of him or Chance has said and you couldn't hear it. So they, they put the words up on the screen so you can read it. It comes up on the screen and I read it. A I read the words out loud as I'm reviewing the, the video. And 90% of the time, uh, it, the words come off before I finish the sentence or two. Mm. 
And I, I call Max up and I go, you got to leave it up longer. He goes, it's up long enough. I go, here's the problem. <laughs> it's up long enough because you know what they say. Yeah. You have to imagine you're somebody that's never seen those words before. And I want you to read them out loud as they appear. And if you don't get to the end of the sentence before it comes off the screen, it's not up long enough. Hmm. I'm not my age for nothing. I've learned some shit. That's right. Take note, youngster. <laughs> Listen to the talent. Exactly. God. Yeah, I mean, he's replaceable. What does he know? Um, <sighs> new segment on the YouTube channel called Legit or Shit. <laughs> yeah. But it seems yeah. to be like a, a one episode segment. Because we've only done the, it once. All the other releases, I thought it was going to be an ongoing thing for a number of weeks in a row or something. Well, ongoing doesn't mean every every week, three yeah, times a week. How do I book on this once a it month? Just, is it gonna, what's it going to be? It what it feel like? Rotation when we find something that we want to do. I, I don't like that. I think it needs to be regularly scheduled if you're going to make a bid out of it. If you're going to name it, it's got to happen. No, no, no. I don't think you. No, I. No, that would be like me so. doing the assurity questions Listen, like you every wrote third Mountain week. Mountain Rushmore. Why do I have to take your advice? <laughs> All right, give me a break. It's funny. So, by the way, that that thing, for, for people that don't know, uh, we found a recipe online that had 64 million views. People took chicken legs and, and cooked them in milk with a little garlic and some seasonings. <clears throat> and then, and then uh, did the, the, the egg thing and the crispy panko and then deep fry them. And when I tell you they were some of the best <laughs> fried chicken legs I've ever had, I am not exaggerating one little bit. They were so good. They were so good that I went to the uh, Cuckoo's Nest, our fried chicken restaurant, and got with our executive chef and said, I want to try this and see. Maybe it would be a fun thing to do with other chicken. <laughs> so I did it with thighs, and they were nowhere near as good, and I don't know why. Versus legs? No, I need to F around with it a few more times. There's something about that, those chicken legs, it just worked, man. Damn, were they good. <sighs> Look, I'm, I'm skeptical on the milk doing anything. I think you could have had, uh, what was it, three-quarter cup whole milk and a quarter cup of water or whatever the yeah, mixture was. E equal parts milk. And I think you could have had uh, all, all water. And not, mm. and it would have been the same. I think that milk did. Jack I don't know. Shit. I don't think so. I don't think so. It but, was really good. It didn't sit in there. Sat in there for like what an hour, less. Yeah, less than an hour. Yeah, and that and and, and on top of it, you're uh, yeah. parboiling it in this uh, milk water, simmering, simmering, simmering. Yeah. So you're taking some of the fat out of it by simmering it like that because that's what my mother-in-law does to cook but there's chicken. fat and milk i use whole fat milk so yeah but that's not argument, going into the meat listen but your argument boiling it and cooking it in water would have taken even more fat out well i mean milk's mostly water you got nothing else for us to talk about tonight but this well let's talk about blackstone go ahead where are you on Blackstone brand, and where are you yeah. on actually cooking with the Traeger Flat Rock? Compare, contrast. Go ahead. Uh, I never I, cook on okay, the Blackstone. So, okay, well, now we got that out of the way. Now, what about the Blackstone? Well, that's very that's, that's really good. So you just said I never cook on the Blackstone. Oh, I mean, I never I cook on the Flat Rock. <laughs> yes. Not, I can not edit true. that. I can edit that. Not true. Used it for some family stuff yeah. quite recently. In fact, we shot the other day, and I was going to use it. 
But it was just easier. The the Evo is right there. The cameras are there. There's no movement. And it's you don't have to get up and take shit over and then come back. So um, ease of use is not an insignificant point for us. Blackstone, we have at uh, the Little Italy Food Hall where our restaurants are. Uh, and I do a monthly, we cook on it monthly for demos or new taco rollouts and stuff. In fact, uh, Friday, if, if you're uh, in the area, from 6 to 8, <laughs> we'll be debuting our new taco for August. It's the chicken shawarma taco. And it is, I said in the video that we put up today, um, I'm not saying it's the best taco we've ever made, but I'm not saying it's not. It one bite, we were all like, holy shit, it is so damn good. So I use the Blackstone quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I've not used the the Flat Rock nearly as much. But in the world of uh flat griddles, I'm a fan. I don't know that there'll be 35% of the market in the next couple of years. Mm. I do think that they clearly have becoming way popular. Mm-hmm. When people say to me, I'm redoing my backyard, what should I get? They go, I'm thinking of a gas grill and what else? I go, okay, I would tell you this. Forget the gas grill because it's a one-trick pony. I would get to something that you can do charcoal in. And whether it's a hybrid or even just a just like, like a, a Weber would be fine, right? Old school kettle Weber. You can cook hot on it. Mm-hmm. You can cook low and slow on it. But you at least have the options. And being able to cook on charcoal or briquettes, for people that only cook on gas, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. It's a flavor changer. It's a really great thing. So I say I would get something that you can cook hot and low on with charcoal or briquettes. And you can go as cheap as a couple hundred bucks for a web or 150, whatever they are. And I would get something flat because that also changes how you cook. I love cooking on the flat. We love our Evo. Uh, the restaurants, everything we do is on, almost everything we do is on the flat. All not, not tacos is a flat top. Samburgers obviously is a fat flat top. And there's so much you can do. And I think people feel like they're limited to, bacon eggs and fried rice and that's absolutely not true you can do all kinds of stuff on those things any any experience with combustion inks wireless thermometer since the last time yeah i so i didn't you asked me about it forever and ever and i never use it i now have become a, a real fan of it are you a devotee a real fan. i don't know really what makes one a devotee uh mr rempe but i love the fact that it seems super accurate to me. Yeah. Did you uh, did really you boil does. water test it? No, I haven't boil water tested it. I know you always do that. That's your thing. Yeah, but that's how you know. It's not like I'm a snob. Like that's how you know. I trust it. I trust that no, Chris knows you don't, what he's do you doing. You trust nobody ever. Well, trust I trust nobody. Chris. Come on. You made fucking Jewel. That thing's the best one out there. It's genius. Trust, you started Chef Steps. And- trust, but verify, Sam. I can leave you well, with a piece of information verify. tonight. Trust, but verify. I love the fact. So here's what I like. I like that um, <laughs> that it not only tells you what the temperature is. And I don't care really so much about ambient temp. That's interesting. Surface temp. I don't really care about that. I'm <laughs> all about the core. Okay. So I like the fact that. It not just seems to be very accurate to me, but that it will also tell you what percentage it's done, 
and when it's going to be finished. Mm. And that's interesting because we all know the difference between medium rare and medium well, medium well plus can be literally a couple of minutes. And if you cooking away and you look at your your thermometer, stick it in the thing, your meter, whatever you're using, which I can never get those to work. And I see them used all over the place. I cannot seem to get them to work. Hmm. If you see you, it's 118 and you know you want to yank it at 130, for example, you can look at that and go, oh, fuck, I'm good. I got lots of time. And you go inside and you get a, you get the, your, <laughs> the rest of your meal started. You get a drink. You go to the bathroom. You just email or whatever. And you come back. You could be at 140. Yeah. I like knowing this thing tells me you got five minutes left, Charlie. I go, okay, I'm really not going anywhere. Coming back in five minutes. What That's I, why I like it. What do I want to make for dinner tomorrow night? Um, well, you know what I'm having tonight? I'm, I'm having uh, miso soup with uh, tofu. Mm. You a miso soup fan? Oh, dear. I mean, uh, I have some, and I have some salmon, um, like uh, essentially tartar to go with it. You know, I, green onions and sesame uh, seeds, and and uh, you know, stuff. I've never it's a decidedly I, Japanese dinner. For I've me. never had miso soup in my life. Why? Oh, you know why? They have Japanese restaurants in. Yes, of course uh, they do. But there, Bomb City. Don't there's, they? there's 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 uh, green onion and miso soup. So ask for it without. No, I'm not going to do that. It's a little sprinkling on top, unless you're like me, and then you cook the miso soup with larger pieces of it in there. Hmm. I just haven't had it. Uh, if I go into the Japanese yeah. restaurant, I'm getting sushi. That's it. I don't want to mess around with anything else. I want to live with the blinders on, get my sushi. What's your, what's your, what's your favorite formal. sushi? Hey, uh, you tell uh, me well, I don't, something I, with fucking cream cheese in it, I'm going to hang up. Right I don't now. like salmon at all. Uh, yeah, I've tried it many point. times. I like tuna as a meat. I like the rice. I like, uh, I don't know, uh, like it's spicy like tuna. Go, yes, yeah, spicy tuna or regular tuna. Yeah. You know, shrimp, crab, yeah, yeah. all that shit. Uh, yeah, like spicy yeah. mayos. I like avocados mm -hmm. on them. I like uh, sometimes I like mango slices. There's a place I go that puts mango on. It's got some weird roll. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, it's got to be right beside the Troy Pollo restaurant. Yeah, I'm right? not. To, I, I'm not averse to cream cheese, but it doesn't have to have cream cheese in order for me to like it. No, so. it shouldn't. That's um, nothing that makes but, even sense. So no, a um, Philadelphia roll is horrifying. Cream cheese and rice. Come on, man. I don't know. Um, Who invented I, I'm certainly that not a. Uh, I'm certainly not a. A sushi expert by any stretch of the imagination and if if they're you. westernizing a lot of these roles i i wouldn't be any of the wiser except i i do know this don't you dare don't you dare put any onion on it and don't you dare put any goddamn cucumber on it i don't know where you're where you live sam but it appears that all of the sushi rolls in cleveland and the greater surrounding metropolitan area have cucumbers in them is that a it's thing? A, it's a, I will. I will say it's a pretty. It's a pretty popular ad. Yeah. Screw that. I mean, I think they feel like it rounds it out. It's not expensive. Uh, cucumbers. Gross. It's a little bite of freshness in the middle. It's amazing how argue. I can hate cucumber and love pickles. Certainly, it's way different. But I mean, it's yeah. it's being born from the same thing. But man, I can't stand just, the cucumber. We just made uh, fifteen big quart jars of uh, dill pickles the other day. We're a week. Week and a half in, we got to go three weeks before we can try them. You and Kelly are at the restaurant. Yeah, 
No, no, me and Kelly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, It'd dill, be too big pickles? an operation for the restaurant. Dill pickles, yeah, yeah. Well, if they're good, then you send me a quart. <laughs> I like pickles. If they're good, they're too valuable to send. If they suck, oh. <laughs> I'll send you a quart. So don't don't tell me. <laughs> if I don't get any, I'll know they were really good. And if they show up, I'm going to throw them the fuck out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Uh, so Sam the Cooking Guy is here. You can find him on the YouTubes. Uh, over at thecookingguy.com. There's 3.56 yes. million of you that have yes, subscribed yes, to him yes, as of 11.30 a.m. this morning when I checked it. Nice. And Thank make sure you. if Thank you want you. all the gear that he is selling, you go to shopstcg.com and all you can find nonsense. him right here on the first Tuesday of every all month in nonsense. the second hour. Sam, always appreciate the time and we will see you in September. Thanks, Good seeing you. You too. Yeah. Love you. What did you say? September. September. Yeah. Wait. September. Yeah, September. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. 2023 going. rapidly coming to an end. Wow, 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 wow. All right. Coming coming to an end. Bye-bye. All right, man. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Okay, bye. <laughs> That's Sam the Cooking Guy, everybody. Thecookingguy.com is the website. Shop STCG for the gear. And we have the Griddle Guys coming up next. If you are looking for a way to monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously, having connections through Wi-Fi or through the Bluetooth, you just need to check out Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, or Fireboard 2 Pro. If you have Alexa, the Google Assistant, or other smart speakers, you're in luck because Fireboard is mostly integrated with all of them. So instead of looking at your phone, you can just say, Hey, Google, or... Hey, Alexa, tell me what Fireboard Channel 1 is, and it'll tell you what temperature it's at. It's great. Always coming out with new products, always coming out with new enhancements. The analyze or predictive portion of the Fireboard has been a game changer for me, so that'll tell you you can anticipate that the food's going to be done at X time, and you can see a graph. It's all great. Great information. Fireboard.com is the website. You can call them and ask questions at 816-945-2232. We're back to close out the show with our last guest here talking about the first ever griddle competition that may just sweep the country. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Let's get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion. Then he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. If you were in Eureka, Illinois on July 15th, that maybe you saw or took part in what is being billed as the first of its kind griddle battle. There is no arguing that the griddle segment has seen an explosion in popularity the past years and Blackstone continuing to lead the way, although... There are now a number of other viable options at various price ranges in the market. But Blackstone stepped up to this event and here to talk about it and what the future might hold for Griddle Battles are the organizers. Both first-time guests, we welcome Brandon Bresner and Ryan Hoogland to the show. I'm going to see if I can do this right. All right guys, appreciate you joining here. Uh, so we have Ryan to the left of me or right if you're looking at the screen. Right, and then yep. Brandon is below me right there. So guys, appreciate you joining me. Um, before we get into talking about the griddle battle and how it all came to be, uh, we'll get a little professional and cooking background on you guys. Ryan, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? 
Yeah, uh, thanks for having us on the show. We really appreciate it. Yep. Um, my my background started off as, as barbecuing and smoking, and uh, about three years ago, I got myself a Blackstone, and I, I haven't turned back since. It's, it's been a game changer for me. There's so much you can do on them. So, yeah, just enjoy it. Brandon, what are you up to? So, started uh, Green Egg Guy back in 2003, and then... I uh, started competing in 2011 for a couple of times and realized, wow, this is a lot of work. Um, then became a barbecue judge, been doing that for since 2011, and then started uh, as an or-, or became an organizer in 2016 for the competition uh, Central Illinois Barbecue Throwdown. So I've been doing that, doing all those things since then. Ryan, are you and Brandon longtime buddies? Uh, what about two or three years now? I actually competed uh, for the first time when I met Brandon at, at uh, the backyard competition for the Central Illinois Barbecue Throwdown. Brandon, do you yeah. find that you have a instant kinship with Ryan, or was he uh, a bit of a, a hard-to-take kind of guy and you had to wear yourself into him? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I think yeah, it was a pretty much an instant kinship, I'd say. Um, I learned pretty quickly that he had quite a following on, on Facebook with, uh, with his barbecue Blackstone and beer, uh, site and, uh, said, boy, there's, there's something, there's something there. And as an organizer, that's what I was, you know, interested in as well, thinking, Hey, there's a lot of people like these griddles. Uh, maybe we should do something. So we obviously know Brandon had mentioned there a couple seconds ago that he was a, uh, sounded like a competition barbecue guy, but then he got a Blackstone and he said, F all that. I'm going to solely focus on blackstone are you a griddle uh, devotee of some sort as well brandon or me uh brandon uh i i'm fairly new to it actually yeah uh i've had one for a couple of years and, and haven't done a lot with it but now recently with uh with the first ever griddle battle got me very interested in meeting all the new cool people um that are into griddle uh cooking it's uh definitely sparked the interest all right, Ryan. So I probably confused you by because I probably said Brandon at the same time. Um, yep. You've kicked off the competitive barbecue bug and taken on the griddle full time. What was attractive to you about it to begin with? Because usually people, especially competition barbecue guys, they might meander around a little bit and some other things, but they will at least keep their feet in it. Why did you run away? Well, it's, uh, you know, just starting off and, you know, a couple of teams kind of uh, dissolve themselves. Um, you know, you look at getting into a griddle and, you know, the, the barbecue competition, all the meat that you have to buy and all the practicing you have to do. There's just a lot more costs than, than that there are in KCBS competitions compared to cooking something on a griddle. I mean, I don't have to go out and buy a $300 brisket and practice six or seven times for one competition, you know, so it's definitely a, a the cost efficient side to it i don't know whoever wants to start answering this question uh, just go ahead but is there a few conversations that take place over a few different months or a few different meetings between you guys i don't know how close you live to each other or if you see each other at the local bar or whatever and it's regular conversation but how does this griddle nice. battle start to come together and and when do you decide to breathe some life into this well, Brandon uh, is, you know, has organized the Central Illinois Barbecue Throwdown for for many years now, and he reached out to me and uh, was the second person to reach out to me about, you know, doing a griddle competition. And you know, after two people, two different people reach out to you, you're like, you know, maybe there's something there. So try to say, hey, let's see what we can do. Let's throw it together, um, you know. And then we 
you know, there were many conversations over the phone through the, through the, uh, through the time in the beginning. And then we just got it together. Brent, yeah, great. Yeah, yep. You have the experience, obviously putting barbecue events on. This is obviously a little bit of a different thing. So what's similar and what's different when you're trying to do what's kind of groundbreaking in the competition scene right now? Yeah, so um, you're right. Yeah, with the competition getting hold of Ryan, I'm like, hey, this is a great way to try this out. I already have a competition. We can add this right onto the side. You know, the venue's already there, so what a great way to get it kick-started. Um, so that was that was very nice, and I knew it, you know, with short cook times, that's nice and easy. Um, and then the, the difficulty or the challenges were figuring out, okay, how are we going to score this? Who's going to score it? Who's going to judge? Um, how do we score it? Do we, you know, do we use this this organization's scoring style? Do we use that one, um, or do we need to come up with our own? And so we came up with our own scoring uh, criteria. And uh, so and I think it's fun. It's different than anything else out there. Um, and uh, so anyway, that's the, the possibilities are endless on what you can do on a on a griddle itself. You know. So that that's the yeah. versatility of it, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, soups, biscuits and gravy. I mean, there's just so many different things, you know, people look at a griddle and they're like, oh, it, well, how are you supposed to do a soup on there? They throw a pan right on top of your yeah. griddle and it works <laughs> just as good. Like we yeah, had, uh, we had one, we had uh, griddles and vittles with Nick and Jay um, threw in a, uh, a deep fried Juicy Lucy burger. And Brandon asked me later, and he goes, well, wait a second. Was that done on the griddle? I'm like, yeah, you put a pan on, you throw some oil in there. There you go. Griddles and middles right there. Um, my guy, Fred Dudek from Little Bird Kitchens, um, with his, uh, I want to say it was like a Greek-style burger with his salt-cured uh, egg yolk <laughs> shredded onto the top of his burger. It was just out of this world. I mean, you know, smoking griddle boys. I mean, there was just so many people down there that just had such a great time. Uh, griddles and middles with Nick and Jay's, their parents were there with them. And they were forced to cook in the griddle battle and compete. And they actually took fifth place overall. Wow. I mean, it's just, just things like that. And it's, it started off as, you know, I want this thing to grow and have some fun with it. But then it turns into, you know, you you get to see people and meet them in person that I've talked to for almost two years now. And so that was even an even bigger bonus to, to the griddle battle itself. So the initial or inaugural event that goes off on July 15th uh, appears to have been sponsored by Blackstone, obviously the leader in the griddle market here. So does somebody have a direct relationship with the griddle corporate or was something put together with one of the dealers where they were you know, using some type of co-op fund or something like that? So I am part of the Blackstone Griddle crew. Um, there's probably about uh, 15 or 20 of us um, that are, are in the Blackstone Griddle crew. So that's how the connection came about. Um, just a bunch of great cooks all over the U.S., uh, you know, even out of the country. We've got one up in uh, Canada as well cooking. So the Ginger Ninja Griddler is great. You know, there's just, there's just so many people. It's just a whole different community. Um, you know, Brandon and I talked after the event, you know, to where in uh, KCBS Barbecue Comp, it's a, a lot of people are kind of secretive. They don't talk about what they do and they keep it out there. Whereas in the griddle world, it's, hey, this is what we're doing. Come check it out. We want to show it. We're all over Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, showing off what we can do because that's what we love to do. Um, a, a lot of great pages that we're with, you know, mine, Barbecue Blackstone and Beer started off as fun. I didn't think it would grow to anything where 
I'd be sitting here talking, you know, being on the same show as Michael Simon. I'm just like <laughs> mind blown right now, you know. It, it, it's kind of mind boggling. The same show as Greg Rempe. Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on, Ryan. Yeah, start. <laughs> start at the top. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Brandon, how many people are signed up for this event? In your opinion, how do you think it came off? Yeah, I uh, I think it came off really well. Uh, again, getting those getting those cooks that are that that uh, that are just so good at what they do, and from around the country coming six seven hours away to drive and to do this competition, just to try it out, just to just to be with other griddle dude, you know, griddle people. Um, it was it was it was a great time, um, and we, you know we've got the next one planned for October fourteenth in Yorkville, Illinois, um, and you know we've already got a lot of interest in that, and, and so I, you know again what we said before where these people actually got to see each other for the first time and that was that was huge that's you know that's what makes guys barbecue the the competitive barbecue guys get together or to do it a big part of that is getting to see all their friends again every time they compete and that's that's something that it's just awesome um you know you get a whole new family whole new community when you're involved in you know competitive cooking so it's it's awesome Ryan, Brandon had mentioned from a scoring perspective, we didn't know if you were going to use a sanctioning body's rules and somehow apply them to the griddle battle if you're going to go out and do something all on your own. You decide to do your own rules. So what were they specifically and how do you imply or uh, how do you implement them? Um, I, and I, I was going to try to think of this and I couldn't remember off the top of my head. I mean, a lot of it was um, our presentation, of course, is, is overall uh one of the one of the categories um taste the the completeness or and the creativity um brandon's got it in front of him i know he does yeah exactly so i'm writing it down so we do we do presentation uh flavor execution which is basically that's kind of an outlier that's different than but execution um how well did they cook it you know it's a burger but was it undercooked? Was it not cooked well? Were the eggs soup, you know, soupy or whatever? So the execution, the execution score wouldn't be that high. So that's why we added that. And then we also have creativity. Um, so that's that's kind of the final um, part that we score that helps out. You know, if you cook a burger great or if you cook a burger like uh, uh nick and jay did you know that's got a jalapenos in the in the bun and and it's got uh you know fried onion rings or whatever you know it, that's a lot of creativity in that so of course that would that would score higher so that's how we've kind of you know built our scoring is there a cash prize payout to the winner um, or any other prizes that go along with taking grand champion for the day yeah, we've had uh, like each category. We we had trophies for first and second, and then uh, re- uh, grand champion and reserve grand champion, of course. And then uh, we did end up paying out through fifth uh, for this last uh, griddle battle, which was great. Um, so you know, depending on how things go for the next one and what we can get lined up, uh, we're already in the works. We just got everything done. Just got the flyer made for October fourteenth. So we're we're really excited about that one too. So we have October 14th lined up, but let's talk about a little bit more long-range goals. Are you looking to get some kind of a standalone series going? Uh, would you look to partner with KCBS? I know in the beginning of the show I said they kind of missed the boat as SCA was ramping up. They seemed almost unwilling to uh, co-hitch wagons where you would do a steak contest on a Friday and then turn around and do the KCBS stuff on uh, Saturday, Sunday, depending on how many days that KCBS contest was. 
could you get in from, uh, could you get interest from a, a sanctioning body like that a barbecue sanctioning body and and tie a, a griddle contest to the front end of that on a Friday night and, and then have a barbecue competition on Saturday is that the goal the, the door's always open, right? Um, I'm not going to say no. I don't know. But, is it? Uh, <laughs> you never know. I mean, yeah, the door's always open to talk about something. I, you know, this next event is a standalone event. I mean, there is no other barbecue competition with it. It is just a griddle battle on, on the 14th of October. Um, so we'll see how that goes and see what the interest goes. I do know um, I had a lot of the KCBS Master Series teams from uh, the Central Illinois Barbecue Throwdown came up and talked to me afterwards. It was like, you know, this was such a great idea. I wish I would have just had more information on it or a little more time. The hard part that we had with that event was trying to get our timelines in line with KCBS timelines so it didn't interfere too much. Um, but, you know, if, if we can arrange something and it can be a standalone or it could be a tag-along thing, you know, it's the, the possibilities are endless. Brandon, would you like to see the griddle battle become its own version of SCA where it's not tied to anything and you're just more and more popular every year? <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's hard for me to say right at the moment. I know that, uh, we, again, we're open, to, we're open to anything. Anyone watching barbecue television? Brian, you down for Barbecue USA or Barbecue... Well, oh, sorry, let me stop that. Or Barbecue Brawl, are you watching those? I, I haven't had cable in uh, <laughs> probably 10 years, That's so I'm right. sorry. No doubt. Uh, Brandon, you we, watching Barbecue we, we, USA or Barbecue Brawl? Yeah, uh, Michael Simon. Yeah, I love seeing him come out there, and, and it's great... Yeah, it's great to see him, uh, you know, shake hands or talk with guys that I know from the competition series. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so we have October 14th on the docket. Is there somewhere uh, people can go online to get more information or do they want to, like, look you up on your Facebook club and, you know, see how they yeah. can enter? Uh, right now you can check out Barbecue Blackstone and Beer. Throw that up there if you want to get a little. That's our <laughs> uh, Facebook group there. Yep. Oh, there you go. And then if not, you can go on Facebook as well and search for the Griddle Battle. Uh, we've got the Facebook as forward well. slash what? Facebook forward slash griddle dot battle. Dot battle. Yeah. What's yep. the entry fee for Take one it. of these things, Brandon? So they are uh, for the two. Uh, the, the one in, in uh, Eureka was was two entries, and that was fifty dollars. This next one's going to actually be a three entry, um, so that'll be seventy five. So we're going to do. Oh, you tell me out here. We're going to do uh, breakfast sandwiches and then dessert. Dessert, right? Yeah. Yes. It just it just opens it up. I mean, you say breakfast. You know, I can do okay. I'm going to turn in bacon and eggs, or I'm going to turn in. Uh, red velvet pancakes. I mean, oh. or I mean, just the breakfast combinations. I was upset that I didn't get to cook in this first one with organizing it, but then at the same time, after seeing everything that was turned in, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't cook. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the creativity it was, was unbelievable. It was yes. phenomenal. Yeah. So I think is somebody that's just maybe getting into his first flat top, uh, maybe in the next month or two. That would be me. The the initial thought is very close-minded i'm gonna do smash burgers and then fried rice of some sort or, or uh, tacos whatnot fajitas 
And then immediately I'm like, well, then what am I, is that all I'm going to eat off of this thing? But uh, to have something like this that now allows you to see all of the other things that you can do. And as you said, I mean, drop a pan down on there, drop a pot down on there. You can make spaghetti, you can do the soups, you can do whatever. I mean, it's just another heat source like it would be in your kitchen, except now you're outside amongst the outside elements and just doing it out there and not getting the kitchen stinky and hot. That's right. exactly how it's you you, one of the one of the stipulations with the griddle battle is everything has to be done on the griddle, mm-hmm. plain and simple. So I, I know we're yeah, just talking to people here. about the next one. They're like, "Oh, I can you know cook some pulled pork and then I can heat that up on there." Well, no, because you cooked it <laughs> on your smoker, so that doesn't count. But uh, yeah, that's the only stipulation is everything has to be done start to finish on the griddle. And that could be any griddle that you want. There's, you know, yeah. and we even put a put a hot metal plate on your Weber. You know, that's a griddle. And if you can, if you oh, can do it well on that. Then, yep. Well, we got Brandon Bresner here. We got Ryan Hoogland and October fourteenth. Hoogland, sorry, is there two O's in there, Ryan? I there trust are. me, I've dealt with it for forty three years. Well, look, uh, somebody who's I can throw everybody is- for a loop and go, hey, it's Hoogland. Oh, oh, all right. Well, let, let's let's stay with Hoagland yeah. for now. And right. uh, as somebody who has a last name that's continually butchered, I apologize for the Hoagland right. when it should have been Hoagland. But next time, I'll get it right. I promise you that. If you're interested in signing up and being one of these teams for October 14th, you know where to find these guys. Put your entry fees in and then try your hand at all sorts of delicious griddle items. Guys, appreciate the time. Continued success. And we will track August. Um, sorry, October 14th. See how it goes. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank Thanks you. so much, Craig. You we really it. do appreciate it. There they are. Brandon and Ryan. Check them out. The Griddle Battle. And we'll see if there's some, uh, something. Maybe, just maybe, we are on the precipice of what the SCA was like years and years ago. I remember talking to some folks going, eh, that thing's not going to make it. And then all of a sudden, boom, it took off. Everybody saw I mean, it also closed in pretty quickly as far as, you know, what's winning. Hopefully, the griddle battle, if it really gets steam and starts to take off, that creativity is continually rewarded, and it's not a rush to do what's winning. Uh, that's obviously happened in competition barbecue, which has driven a lot of people away, and we talked about that with Michael Simon and Darren Worth, and then SCA has really shrunk down into what appears to be winning and all the teams are racing to do that. So I would really prefer to see if the griddle battle really starts to heat up and starts to grow, become its own sanctioning, but I would really love to see that not get hooked, uh, not get hitched to anything or be their own thing. But, and if you want to hitch up to it, certainly they're open to that. Why not? But creativity needs to be rewarded continually in order for this to not close down into what competition barbecue and SEA has not saying that they aren't successful or uh, experiencing popularity, certainly, but I think creativity needs to be there um, as the baseline or a, a cornerstone as you're building something. So we thank those guys for coming on and we are all done here this evening. So let me go ahead and remove these and way we go all the way back in the first hour was Michael Simon, host of barbecue USA, Simon's dinners, got a book coming out. Doug Tratner is a national treasure. Well, that is confirmed. Michael Simon said that the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to make it into the NBA Finals. I don't think so. 
There's not a bigger Cavs fan than me. I think that was bold. I like bold, but I don't think that's right. And then, after Michael Simon, we had Darren Worth, what many consider to be the greatest of all time on the competition trail. He's got a new podcast out. Cue the mic. Check it out on all podcast platforms. Second hour saying The Cooking Guy, of course. TheCookingGuy.com and ShopSPCG.com. And then we ended it with Brandon Bresner and Ryan Hoagland from the Riddle Battle. Find them over on Facebook. And if this thing grows, I'm sure they'll get their own website. It'll be all great fun. But for 75 bucks, October 14th, if you got creativity, you got a flat top. You need to be getting to Illinois in order to take part in that. Support it. You love it. We got a big show planned for you next week. Meathead will be back around, amongst others. Robert Moss. We got a it's a jam-packed show, I'm telling you that. Roger Daly from Blackstone is going to be in next week, if you can believe it or not. We'll talk to him about the griddle battle. So how do I always leave you? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. Sam the Cooking Guy, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Some call him a fool, some even call him a douchebag, but I say Greg Rempe is the greatest thing to happen to the barbecue since caveman.